And welcome to the latest edition of the DOSL Collegiate Spotlight Podcast. I am your host, Vito Churko, a 2011 graduate of DLSL. And on this very edition of the podcast, with the school being out of session now, as in the students learning from virtual classes, well, with that being said, it is all about now social distance learning. And obviously, with the coronavirus pandemic affecting all of us currently, the schools such as DLSL have had to adjust and have adjusted terrifically on the fly. DLSL specifically using Google as a virtual learning platform for its students currently. The students going through all of that, the teachers adjusting on the fly, and all led by school principal Nate Moss. Nate Moss is one of my guests on this episode of the DLSL Spotlight Podcast. By the way, he is guest number one on this pod. And then following him are two current freshmen students at DLSL. And those individuals are Brady Drogosh, followed by Jackson Sansamino. So once again, two freshman students to talk all about their experiences currently at DLSL and how social distance learning has gone for them so far. And then last but not least is an alum and current teacher at the school, and that would be Joe Novak. So Joe talks to me about how his classes have changed, how he's adjusted on the fly, about working from home with his kids there in the background and dealing with them, plus dealing with his students currently as well. So all of that and more on this episode of the DLSL Collegiate Spotlight Podcast. But first, a few must-follow Twitter handles for all of you out there, starting with the Twitter handle of DLSL itself, which is HS. So that's DLSL spelled out and then HS. And then for the DLSL Pilots Alumni Association, it can be followed on Twitter at DLS Pilots Alumni. And for this very podcast, and specifically the Pilot Podcast Network, you can follow it on Twitter at DLS Podcasts, and that is podcast with an S at the end. So three must-follow Twitter handles right there for all of you. Without further ado now, here is my interview with DLSL Principal Nate Moss. My latest guest on the DLSL Spotlight Podcast is DLSL Principal Nate Moss. Nate, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing wonderful, Vito. It's a great day. Well, you know, we're hanging in there. I know we're dealing with the coronavirus, and everybody is at DLSL throughout the community and throughout the country and throughout the world. But DLSL seemingly has adjusted on the fly and has done a terrific job thus far of doing so with the social distance learning, Nate. Now, as a principal there at DLSL Collegiate, can you reflect upon how that has gone so far with your students and your teachers? Well, yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, I think, you know, first of all, our teachers have done a phenomenal job in uh, making the adjustment from, you know, uh, live in-person classes to to distance learning, virtual classes, if you will. Uh, We've, we've been a Google school for well over a decade now. And so uh, most of our teachers were very adept in using uh, the Google suite for education. Um, And so the, I think the learning curve was pretty, pretty short, pretty quick. Um, for most of our staff, they were, they were ready to go, uh, right away. Uh, once, uh, we heard the announcement that, uh, schools would be shut down, uh, you know, and then after that, man, it's, our students have really stepped up to the plate. It's been really phenomenal. 
uh, in their uh, responsibility and their accountability. Uh, talking with a lot of the teachers over this past week, um, the, the message has been pretty clear from all of our teachers. Students are logging in. Students are getting the assignments done. Uh, they're signing on for tutoring time, video chats. They're asking questions. Uh, they're really engaged, you know, and they're really taking more ownership over their their education, which which is really what we've been trying to do all along in school is, you know, get students excited about learning and, and take some ownership in their, their education. Can you talk about how the families have adjusted now of all these faculty and staff at DLSL, yours included with your kids and wife, Nate, and how you've had to adjust because you're working at home now. And for a lot of people, I think yourself, Nate included, a lot of people at DLSL there have never worked from home like this, or at least to this extent. So how have you and the rest of the faculty and staff navigated through that? And once again, for most of you, for the first time as well. Yeah, so it's uh, it's definitely been an adjustment. You know, um, my, you know, my wife and I have had talks over the years about, you know, man, it'd be really nice to have like a home office. But hey, we, we've got our four boys. So that's that's not really, a, you know, that's a luxury item to have an extra room nobody's using. Uh, for an office, but uh, now more than ever, uh, we've we have a home office. We've we've converted the dining room into multiple office spaces. So I've got uh, twins that are that are working on their Chromebooks uh, for eighth grade, finishing up eighth grade work, and I've got uh, uh, another son who's uh, finishing up sixth grade work. We actually set him up uh, with an office space in the dining room as well. And then uh, you know our toddler is running around. Uh, having fun because uh, everybody's home all day now. <laughs> so he just has tons, tons of playmates. Um, and then, uh, you know, my wife as well, she was finishing up uh, some certification classes through Penn State. So, you know, now we're all using the Wi-Fi. We're all on laptops. Uh, we're all uh, having calls and submissions and needing to print stuff. Um, so the, the transition was quick, uh, but we've, we've made it work. Um, and really, I think, for myself, you know, for our faculty and staff, you know, they're all working from home. Very few have ever done this before. Um, you know, I think the biggest thing was like conference calls, you know, me having some experience in the marketing and business world, I was used to conference calls. Um, and I was used to kind of the, the, the annoyances or the pet peeves that go along with that. And so really in that first week, it was an encouragement to our staff, hey, get used to video calling, get used to conference calls. You know, get used to hosting class with 10 kids who are all in different rooms um, and let's set up some of those norms. So uh, the transition was an interesting one, but, you know, we've just encouraged our staff to find your rhythm um, and don't forget to take time for yourself and your family. You know, you have your own family you need to take care of, you have your own health that you need to take care of. So, yes, uh, you do need to deliver uh, content and classes. Uh, Yes, you do need to interact with your students still. Um, one of the biggest things I think, biggest transitions we made was we took all of our student population and we divided them up amongst all of our staff. So including secretaries, including administrative assistants, uh, um, we split them all up. And so every week, every student gets a phone call from somebody on staff at the school uh, just to check in with them, see how they're doing socially, emotionally, uh, you know, see if they're getting outside a little bit um, and and really just to help them problem solve if there's technology issues or or they just need to talk. It just gives them another avenue um, to be part of the LaSallean family. Well, it's that sense of brotherhood still, right, Nate? I mean, you still want that to be reflected. And even though we can't 
see each other and talk to each other, you know, in person right now. Well, you can still do it remotely and virtually and check in via a phone call. I mean, it's old school, right? An old school practice, but it's still in style and can still reflect that sense of brotherhood at Deal of Selling. Can you reflect upon that further as well? It's a hundred percent. It's that idea of, uh, you know, brotherhood and that idea of being a family. Um, you know, one of the things that I've heard over the years at, at LaSalle is that, um, you know, if you come here, you'll be known by someone, you'll be known by an adult, you'll know an adult. Um, and it's, it, it's in that familial sense that somebody's going to know you more than just your name, more than just what you look like in the hallway. Um, but it's, it's really, when you join the LaSallean family, it, you are part of a family and we're going to check on you. And you know what? It's not always about grades. Uh, sometimes it's just about how are things going outside school. And so really trying to um, continue that in that old school way. You know, I can tell you right now that the, the students that I've been calling, I can tell which ones have had a lot of phone conversations in the last couple of years. I can tell which ones have been texting mostly. Um, you know, just those, those conversations over the phone and learning those skills and picking that up uh, has been kind of an added benefit of, of this distance learning experience. And as you know, Nate, I mean, it's so influential, right? And effective for kids to be able to communicate with each other and in person verbally, not just via text. So I think the students are learning that and picking that up on the fly. And then, like you said earlier, Nate, it's emphasizing self-care still, even though you're at home 24-7, seemingly for everybody right now, you still need that self-care. And one other thing to reflect upon, I think when it comes to your teachers there at Dulles and all these teachers for all these different schools throughout Michigan and throughout the country, I think there's an even higher level of appreciation now that we're showcasing to our teachers and we're gaining and, and parents are seeing what these teachers are going through now that they have their kids at home and are trying to teach their kids these lessons from these teachers. So I think it's just so important to bring that aspect up as well, that these Dulles sell teachers and others at other high schools, it's really important to bring up how much appreciation and respect they deserve from all of us too. You know, it's been amazing just seeing, seeing some of our teachers transition. You know, um, I know some of our older alumni, you know, we still have a, a, a few teachers that have been there more than 20 years. So if you can imagine, you know, a, a teacher who was teaching in the 80s, you know, who still had chalkboards and chalk and, you know, here's the erasers, go bang them outside to get the chalk dust off of it. And, and now today, Hey, they're delivering all the content virtually. They're recording videos and uploading them. They're hosting video chats for 30 some students. Um, you know, that, that transition has just been amazing. And, you know, my, uh, my admiration of the teachers and staff at the school has just gone up exponentially throughout this time. Uh, they've really stepped up to the plate in a huge way. Um, and really, you know, most of the emails, the conversations I have with teachers uh, deal with concern for the student. You know, hey, this student said he was just, uh, he missed his friends. You know, I'm going to host a video chat for the kids in class just to, just so they can see each other. Wow, that's, that's amazing. Um, you know, another uh, teacher who uh, reached out to a student and said, you know what, I, I feel like they just need a call a couple times a week. So I'm just going to call them. If that's okay. I'm going to call them a couple times a week just to see how they're doing. You know, I'm going to call mom just to see how she's doing. Um, so that connection both with students, but now also with the parents is really, is really coming full circle, I think. And it's, you know, it's one thing I wanted to do from the beginning is really um, partner with parents, uh, partner with students, uh, partner with teachers for, for the students' education. And I think this is one of the kind of one of the unforeseen benefits is, you know, when we're delivering 
to the students, when we're calling the parents, now we're actually all getting together on this. And it's, it's really a good thing. I love that. I mean, you have that synergy even more now, right? That connectivity and, and acting in unison now. And even though you would have thought you would have done this in person, right? In the hallways of Dealer Cell with the parents and students, now you're doing it remotely and over the phone. And I love that. I love that personal touch there at Dealer Cell. And Nate, I want to get to this to uh, leave everybody with something. And it would be your, your message right now to all the parents and students and your faculty and staff at Dealer Cell that may be going through more difficult times than others even, as it's tough for everybody right now. But who knows what's going on right behind closed doors for some of these families. So what is your message to those families right now at Dealer Cell as we go through these uh, turbulent and rather tumultuous times uh, as a state and as a country too. Well, it, you know, it seems cliche. I've heard it a ton recently. It's, it's one of those phrases I wish I had, uh, I wish I had uh, copyrighted, you know, several weeks ago. Um, but we really are all going through this together. We're all in this together. And so, you know, I have my own challenges in my family. Other families might have their own specific challenges that they're going through. Um, you know, and the message is the same. We're here to help. We're here for you. Um, we're here to serve you and we're here to do whatever we can, um, to come through this, uh, stronger in the end and more cohesive and more unified. And so that's, that's really where I see a lot of this going. That's really what I want to leave with everybody is, you know, we are LaSalle and there's a reason why that was a, a cheer for a long time. Um, we're a family. It's the reason why, you know, as uh, we've gone through some of these uh, challenges and we go through distance learning, you know, I'm getting text messages from uh, students I taught 10 years, 15 years ago, uh, guys that I coached, uh, guys that I graduated with, people who, went, who are in other classes and they're just texting me or, or messaging me and saying, hey, you know, keep up the good work. We're there for deal South. We're supportive of you guys. Hey, I see what you're doing online. That's phenomenal. Who would have thought that this teacher would have been teaching online? Uh, it's it's really a, a cool experience to see the whole the whole family the whole DLSL family come together. It's about that DLSL brotherhood for life. It's long lasting, and like you said, Nate, beautifully, we're all in this together right now. And with that being said, Nate Moss, principal there at DLSL, great stuff from you on this edition of the DLSL Spotlight Podcast, and my best to you and your family as well. Appreciate it anytime, and uh, love talking with you. You take care, Vito, and uh, stay safe, stay healthy. Thank you very much. You do the same. And everybody out there as well, stay safe. Go Pilots! And that was Nate once again. And thanks for all of his time on this edition of the DLSL Collegiate Spotlight Podcast. And now to my interviews with the two students featured on this episode. And those individuals once again are Brady Drogosh and also Jackson Sansomino. And first, with Brady. Enjoy. And my latest guest is Brady Drogosh. A current student at De La Salle Collegiate. Brady, how are you doing? I'm good. Thanks for asking. Well, good to have you on. And, you know, I know it's difficult times and, and different times here right now at De La Salle with the social distance learning. And you guys can't go inside the school right now. So let's talk about that first, Brady. What has that been like so far, the social distance learning and, and being away from your fellow classmates right now at De La Salle subsequently, too? Well, I mean, it's all right. My parents got me on a strict schedule every day. I mean, I got to get up around nine o'clock, eat my breakfast, and I go do my schoolwork right away. The learning's not that bad. So. so now, how has the routine been different then for you? Now, 
you're on a routine. You said that your parents are still making sure you're eating, getting up and doing everything that you should be. But how different is it compared to when you were going to school inside of the classroom at De La Salle? Can you talk about that a little bit as well here, Brady? You can do whatever class you want. You don't, it's not like on a schedule where you got to do like one class to go to the next class. It's kind of free and loose. So you can choose which one you want to do that day and stuff. So it's kind of easier that way. Well, then how about communicating with the teachers? How has that been, the communication between you and your teachers? The teachers usually send out an email every day pretty much explaining what the assignment would be for the day. And if you have any questions, you can just email them a question back. So they've been good with it. How much do you miss seeing everybody at DLSL too? Seeing all of your classmates, seeing your teachers and all the faculty and staff. It's actually crazy. I miss them so much. I actually rather be in school right now. So you feel like you're missing out big time. And then you're an athlete as well. I mean, I see your profile picture here, by the way, on Google Hangout. It's of you playing football and throwing a football. So I know you're a quarterback there at De La Salle. So yeah. how about missing out on that opportunity as well to, I would imagine right now, be conditioning and be working out there inside that uh, weight room? Yeah, I miss it a lot. I mean, I was trying out for baseball, and when that got cut off, that really stunk. And then uh, missing football workouts and missing all the coaches. So that's been kind of upsetting. So how about balancing then the athletics with the academics, which I know, once again, as you said yourself too already, is a bit different right now with the social distance learning and being outside of the school. But what is that like typically on a day-to-day when you are inside the school at Dula Cell? My, parent, my parents are always uh, school first, so I always got to get my schoolwork done before I even even come close to thinking about athletics. What's your message then? Brady, to your fellow classmates out there right now that are dealing with the same crisis and these circumstances and times, what is your message to them to uh, allow them to stay focused on school and what they should be right now, even though it is totally different right now for all of you guys? I mean, just be patient, uh, have fun with it if you can, and uh, just keep going every day. And the importance of having a proper work ethic, that's got to be extremely crucial right now, correct? Yeah. I mean, if you're not 100% focused every day, your worth ethic, your worth ethic is not very good. I mean, you have to be focused because you you have all this time to do, where you can just be doing anything. But now you actually have to stay locked in and do all your schoolwork and uh, stay fit and stuff. So now you're only a freshman at Delo Cell, correct? correct? Yeah. What's it been like getting adjusted to the collegiate this year? Well, I mean, it was pretty easy. All the DSL kids are really, really good with all, all the freshmen and all the teachers are really supportive. So it wasn't that hard coming in. The hardest part was probably learning the new schedule shiftings, but it was pretty easy. And I'll leave you with this then, Brady. What is your favorite aspect of DLSL? And it can be anything, by the way, too. My favorite mm-hmm. aspect is how the teachers are very, very close with their students. Any other public school, they just do what they do to get by. The teachers here at the Collegiate are so, so involved with students' lives, athletics, academics. It's really, really good. And the teachers now, haven't they been calling you up too? Or the faculty and staff from DLSL to check in with you, your mom, dad, parents, and all of that good stuff as well? And if so, can you talk about that as well and what that's been like with those uh, teachers and faculty and staff once again at DLSL checking in with you during all of this craziness? Yeah, I've had uh, Miss Slusser and Brother Robert have both called my mom asking how I've been doing, how uh, distance learning has been going. And then every day when the teachers send their emails, they're always asking how you're doing and stuff. So they've been really supportive throughout this whole process. That's a beautiful thing. You stayed in touch with 
the teachers that way. You know, you're still learning. How about now staying in touch with your classmates? And I know there's so many different means of social media and platforms out there now for you guys to stay in touch. But uh, what's been a main one for you in a way of staying in touch with your classmates? Day to day. I mean, everyone usually texts about the schoolwork usually. Like if they have a question, they'll usually text their buddy or stuff. So that's how we usually talk. Or like we'll always FaceTime because we're bored. So. <laughs> So still texting, communicating, doing FaceTime. Yeah. How about something else, a hobby of yours that you're doing right now with all this free time on well, your I've hand? Been, I've been lifting every day, trying to get bigger, stronger, ready for the football season. So still lifting, getting your reps in. And how excited are you for the football season coming up? Oh, I'm so excited. I'm excited to see uh, how our new coach does with all the uh, kids, and I'm very excited for it. Brady Drogosh. Man, I love your last name, by the way. Terrific, terrific <laughs> last you. name right there, Brady. Uh, I love all the time. Pleasure speaking with you. And stay safe and healthy the rest of the way as well. All right. You too. So, Jackson Samsonino, so how about the transition now for you from eighth grade to your freshman year at De La Salle? Uh, I think that my eighth grade teachers prepared me pretty well for high school. So, it was a pretty easy transition for me. And now how about all of this social distance learning, which I never had. You know, I graduated from De La Salle in 2011. I mean, you might have it in college when you get to college, Jackson, but you didn't have it in grade school, right, or middle school. And now you have it all of a sudden here, your freshman year at De La Salle. How has that been thus far for you? It's pretty easy to, you know, get all your schoolwork done in like two to three hours, so then you get the rest of your day off. So I, I like it a lot, and I think it's it's pretty good. So how about conducting then the virtual learning with your teachers? How has it been with your teachers being removed from the classroom? Uh, it's been pretty good because uh, most of them either make videos or do video calls. So you, they can communicate to you through those when you're not in the classroom with them. And I heard that the teachers and the faculty and staff are still keeping in touch with you guys, all of the students, giving you guys calls or a parent of yours calls periodically. What has that been like, those guys checking in on you and how you're doing still, even though you're outside of the school right now? Uh, it's been pretty nice to know that they still are caring about the learning, even though we're not in school. Yeah, so DLSL cares, and you have that sense of brotherhood. How about that now with your classmates? And what has that been like for you in your first year at DLSL? Uh It's been pretty good. I made a lot of new friends because we all seem like uh, we're all brothers there, so it's pretty easy to make friends. And how do you stay in touch with all of them now, now that you're outside of the classroom? And I know there's so much social media and technology and apps nowadays, but what do you do specifically with your friends here at De La Cell, Jackson, to stay in touch with them now, and especially now? I, once again, yeah, I use social media and, like, messaging apps, and then I also play video games with them on my free time. Okay, so you got to tell us now. What video game or video games are you playing with your friends? Uh, I play a bunch. I play a, a lot of different ones. I play Minecraft, Fortnite, Call of Duty. I'll just play whatever my friends are playing. So COD has been popular, by the way, Jackson, for a long, long time. When I was in high school and college, I was playing it. So it was never good. You're probably a lot better than me and could beat me online big time. I know that. And Fortnite, I've never played. How is that game, by the way? And how addicting is it? Because I've heard it's really, really addicting, too. It is. Um... It was a lot better during the beginning stages of the game, but it's, it's still a very good game, and it is very addicting. So how about your daily routine now? Outside of playing video games or talking with your friends, what is your daily routine like right now and not reporting to DLSL but still having a routine? What is that like for you right now? Pretty much I try and get all my schoolwork done as quick as possible in the beginning stages of the day so that I can 
like have more free time and be able to do more things in the later parts of the day. So how are you still staying focused though? And it might be your parents, you know, living with them and them telling you, Hey, stay focused. But uh, what's been a key to your focus and concentration thus far, despite these different conditions now? By just sitting in a quiet room and not really having any distractions by me. So I can just focus on all my work instead of having to deal with any distractions or anything like that. What is your message then? So to your classmates, to help them maybe stay focused. And you, I know you have some friends that are at DLSL with you that aren't as focused, let's say, as you. So what would you say to them to help them become more focused moving forward? Uh, if you want to stay focused, you probably should just get in a quiet room where there's not as many distractions. And that you should think that if you get it done as soon as possible, then you'll have more free time to do what you want. So that's how I stay focused. And Jackson, really quick, I'll leave you with this. What do you miss the most about being inside of De La Salle? I miss the most uh, seeing my friends every day. It was really nice to see and like hang out with them at school, but I don't really get to do that now. So it, it kind of sucks. Well, Jackson, stay safe, stay healthy, and best wishes to you and your family the rest of the way. All right? All right. Thank you. And thanks to Brady and to Jackson for all of their time on this episode. And now, last but not least, once again, is an alum of De La Salle and currently a teacher at the Collegiate. And that would be the one and only Joe Novak. Enjoy. And we do have the living legend at De La Salle Collegiate, Joe Novak, with me now. He's a, a teacher, uh, an alum, a great basketball player, an athlete there at DLSL in the past as well. And has a gigantic family of brothers that went to DLSL as well. Anyways, I digress as now to Joe. And, and how are you doing, by the way, Joe? You know, I mean, we're uh, just uh, kind of going at this one day at a time. You know, it's definitely, it's a, it's a weird, different kind of time. And, uh, but, uh, no, things are, things are going well. The family, we're staying healthy. And so right now, uh, yeah, that's, that's, you know, that's it right now. It's the new norm, Joe. I mean, it's freaky. It's different times and, and we all have to adjust. I mean, that's all we can do and keep trucking along. So we are doing that on a day-to-day basis. And you are yourself as a teacher there at De La Salle. And to that first, and the biggest priority is the students, right, at De La Salle. And right now is their health, making sure they're staying safe and indoors. And also, we're still trying to educate them, right, as much as possible. And you have that role yourself at De La Salle. So speaking of that now, Joe, can you reflect upon how it has been thus far with the social distance learning? I think it's been great. You know, I mean, it's uh, we kind of right off the bat, we knew that we had the capability of doing it being a Google school. And so uh, we just uh, we immediately started game planning. Like, hey, what do we, these boys need us? You know, like uh, we knew that they weren't going to survive, you know, and that it, they're, they're better with kind of more structure in their life. And um, after we took a week of just kind of prepping and planning and then uh, we kind of got in touch with the classes. And then after that first week off, last week actually was our first week. Um, I, I spoke with a lot of the guys I had classes, Google meets with them and they were appreciative, like to meet with them and like to have class. And like, they, they actually enjoyed, you know, they, they want to be back in school. They want to be back and do a cell, like, uh, believe it or not. And, uh, it, it's funny, you know, a lot of them that, like, yeah, it's, they, they, they would come out of their mouth. Like, you know, they say like, uh, one of them said, yeah, sometimes you don't know how good it is until it's gone. You know, everybody's heard that quote before. So it's, uh, it's uh, it's yeah. It has been weird. We're adjusting. There's been a lot of uh, hiccups here and there, but you know, one day at a time, as I said. You know, we're just trying to do what we can for the boys. So, Joe, like you said, I mean, tumultuous times, right? One day at a time. That's a mentality. It should be the model for everybody, all the students as well. 
but it's easier said than done. Because there's people like you who are married and are raising a kid or kids and have to deal with that, the household duties as well. And now you're inside that environment day to day and you have to still work and teach as is the case for you. So how difficult is that being at home and working from home currently with your family? Last week, like being the first full week of me having to like, you know, host classes and like, you know, have Google meets and make videos. Yeah, it was busy. It was a busy time. And I was thankful I had, because I have two little boys, you know, three and six and the six-year-old, we're pretty much homeschooling him now. And uh, thank God, you know, my wife is, uh, you know, available quite a bit. Um, she's been kind of asked to stop working, but, um, but uh, luckily she's been there. It's, yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's a different kind of busy. Like, you know, I mean, we're, I think it's just something that we have to get used to. And um, uh, let, I mean, let's embrace it. You know, let's keep trying to try to keep as much normal as possible. I mean, right now we're supposed to be in school. Kids are supposed to be learning. And if we can kind of keep as much of that norm as possible, like, you know, it can kind of maybe help, you know, uh, help us through this time. So what's the key then? to trying to stay structured and trying to have that norm still around, even though it's hard to right now in these current times, what is the key then you think, Joe, when it comes to that? <laughs> I really, I don't know. I don't have all the answers. I've got, I've done different things every day. It's like, I haven't done like, you know, uh, wake. I haven't been like the, the perfect structured kind of person to where I wake up and have to do this first. Like, one morning, one kid's up crying, and the next morning, they're, they're up, and they're ready to, uh, they're actually ready to learn. So I, I think it's kind of more, you, you got to be flexible. You got to roll with the punches and, um, like, and, and, uh, and kind of have, you have your list of things you know you need to get done each day, and you have to just make sure you kind of do it. So how about being an athlete? I mean, you were an athlete at DeLa Sona, a great one. You know, I know I'm really tooting your horn or, you know, really giving you a huge praise, but it, you deserve it. I know you were. You're a great instructor now at DeLa Cell, and Back to you being an athlete and being a coach as well. How has that maybe helped you out when it comes to kind of rolling with the punches, right? And adjusting on the fly as well. I think more as an educator kind of taught me that more. You know, I mean, you got to constantly adjust from one one class to the next. Um, sports, I think more kind of taught me to uh, just get the job done. Like, you know, like, hey, like you have a, you have an end goal in sight. Like, you know, like it's you got to try and you're not going to stop until you Till you finish the job you know that's uh so i kind of guess maybe both of those kind of men together and you know that's kind of maybe two of the things i kind of you know kind of keep keep kind of at the forefront you know in my uh in my day-to-day -day actions and then how about staying in touch with the students now you have your classes a virtual learning right now going on but also i've heard about from dennis cook and brennan johnson with the deal alumni relations department that you guys have been calling up students periodically as well how has that gone so far? Staying in touch with these guys uh, through that means as well. A handful of our advisory guys, and so I have I have eight that I've I called last week, and uh, yeah, the parents loved it. You know, one of them, the parent put me on speaker. I was talking to both the mom and uh, and and him, you know, the whole time, and uh, yeah, they appreciated it. You know, they saying they want to be back in the school, like you know, like they love the place, and so it's uh, it, it's you can kind of hear in their voices that you know they're. This, they're going through a lot right now. Trying to you're trying to keep a teenage boy locked up in a house, you know, twenty four seven. Like uh, a lot of them aren't adjusting too well to it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I bet. Now, how would you have reacted to that, Joe? I mean, you were a high schooler at one point. How would you have reacted to that, having to be locked down at your house? Um, I, I think I, I was in a different situation than most. I mean, I was in a house full of 
like I said, I had eight other siblings. So it, it pretty much just would have been like summer vacation all the time. <laughs> like, just, there was, we would always be playing games, doing this. So like, I don't think it, it would have, uh, it, it would have created probably a lot more chaos for my parents at the time. But uh, as, a, as a kid, yeah, we probably would have, <laughs> we, w- we would have enjoyed it a lot. But, um, but it would have been madness. I mean, complete yeah. madness, utter madness for your yep. family dealing with you <laughs> kids, right? The siblings going at it. I mean, being at each, uh, each other's throats, right? And being loud and proud constantly. I don't even know how you guys uh, would have done it. Your parents specifically, how they would have done it, right? Yeah. Dealing with all that. Yeah, yeah. they would. <laughs> I'm sure they would have figured it out. But, you know, but yeah, it, there would definitely would have been some uh, some crazy moments. I love it, though. I mean, I think right now what we're seeing, too, is these families even getting to know each other better. And you're seeing probably the sibling rivalries based on what you said with your family. And if you would have had to live with all your siblings like that day to day, have school like that. I mean, you have these siblings now probably going at each other nonstop. The parents having to deal with it and adjust on the fly and the students subsequently as well. But I think the one big positive from all this is, once again, I think you kind of can get to know each other more, you know, talk, uh, you know, more frequently and really uh, get to know what's going on inside that person's or in that person's life. So maybe that's the one silver lining, right, Joe? We have, we have some extra time, you know, that we normally wouldn't have. I mean, whether it's like you're saying, I'm still working from home, but I still have more time. I have more opportunities to uh, yeah, create those memories with my family, maybe even you know, get to know them a little bit more and uh, be a part of their lives a little more than I I have, and um, this this could be, this could be that only opportunity the rest of my life to kind of have uh, this couple months of uh, uh, of being straight. You know, I mean, uh, being there for him. You know, from from morning till night. Uh, so it's definitely an opportunity that we have as a as a whole country to definitely get get to know our families a little better, and maybe you know grow our uh, bond a little bit stronger too. It's a time right now, Joe. I mean, you said it right there. I mean, to be an even better husband an even better father, even better mom and better wife. So you got the opportunity. Uh, let's take advantage of this opportunity as well. And Joe, I want to take too much more of your time. I know you're working, you're a busy man there. And I wanted to leave you with this. What is a message you would like to convey to everybody listening to this right now about how they can continue operating in this new norm and still continue to uh, be focused on, I guess, the prize at hand and whatever that may be for that given individual? Kind of stay, stay real, because you know it's this isn't just because we have all this time. Things aren't going to be perfect. Like we're not going to be able to. Just sometimes time isn't the solution. Like you know, like uh, we're still going to have ups and downs. There's still going to be moments to where we feel like you know weird and like you know we feel ourselves not getting everything done that we want. And um, I I, don't know, I always truly believe that's what kind of what I got brought up on is when you do kind of feel those moments where maybe you're a little depressed or a little bit this like uh turn to God, you know, say a little prayer and go to back to our roots and our faith. And it's kind of what, you know, uh, LaSalle would uh, attest to too. And uh, that always, in my eyes, like, you know, kind of just kind of brings me back to earth and kind of makes me refocus, you know, what's really important in my life. And, uh, and then that kind of helps me realign, like, all right, what do I, uh, what do I need to do today to kind of make the most of it? I agree, man. Make the most out of every single day, even with the tumultuous or turbulent times. Let's stay focused on the prize and remain faithful and faith-based, faith-driven. And, and to you and your family, Joe, stay safe and stay healthy. Thanks for having me.